you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Let's take a look at the AFC playoff picture. Speaking of, so we're considering the Broncos. Um, we're looking at the Texans mm-hmm. in the seven spot. They're in today. Oh, yeah, They're baby. in today. They boot the Bengals. The Bills are on the right-hand side of your screen. The Raiders are 5-5, five and five, as are the Colts. But let's look at that beautiful little Texans logo at the bottom of the screen. Okay. Right there in the middle, you stare at it. We have been over the last couple of years because it's been a, it's been a tough ride for the Texans. Not so much anymore, considering the last couple of weeks and how things are gone. Great win against the Bengals last week in Cincinnati. Peter, are you prepared to sit here now and consider them an AFC contender? I am, with obvious hesitation due to their youth and due to the fact it's a first-year coach and all that. But I... I think there's a little secret sauce to them that not everyone sees and knows, and it's that they're not just rookie quarterback, rookie wide receiver Tank Dell, second-year guy Nico Collins. They've got veterans in that locker room and a lot of veteran players who have played in big games. Like Shaq Mason has played in 14 different playoff games. Jerry Hughes has been in the league forever. Jimmy Ward's been on all those Niners teams. Singletary's done the runs with the Bills. Robert Woods is on this team. Sheldon Rankins is on this team. These are veteran players. We didn't even talk about guys like Shaq Griffin and Tunzil. They have so many veteran players at all the key position groups that lead those different position groups. So, yes, first-year coach, first-year quarterback, first-year wide receiver, first-year defensive end in Will Anderson. I get it, and that's all very new. But, like, I don't think a game is too big Mm -hmm. for Robert Woods. He's been on multiple playoff rides. And those are the guys who are leading those position groups. So if you can give that knowledge and you can pass that down a little bit, that's great. Do you know who C.J. Stroud's backup quarterback is? Yes, Davis Mills there. Do you know who the other one is? Mm. Case Keenum. Mm. So it's Case Keenum's there. So it's not like we're dealing with just, all right, Stroud, it's you and a bunch of no-name guys who've never been through – 
Case Keenum started an NFC Championship game. So I like the fact that there are veterans in this. Do I consider them contenders? They're one of the top seven teams in the AFC. Sure, anyone can make a run. Do I think they're this young, neophyte, wide-eyed team that's like, oh, my gosh, a big spotlight? (laughs) No. The quarterback went to Ohio State. Their first-round pick at defense went to Alabama. Their coaches played and coached in huge games, Mm -hmm. and they've got veterans all over the roster. So this is no shock to me, if anything, this team might be a little bit more prepared than we might expect over the down the stretch. That's where I was going to go to with D'Amico Ryans, just considering the games that he could have coached in and the situations, totally. watching Shanahan handle himself mm-hmm. in certain mm-hmm. times during his time in San Francisco. Yeah, the stage doesn't seem too bright for them. It's, it's a great point you bring up because, you know, you're so focused on the young quarterback and how is he going to handle this franchise that, you know, when you get drafted that high, like you're, you're coming into a rebuild basically. And first-year head coach, first-year coordinator, first, you know, rookie quarterback, like, they have not blinked once at all. And as good as they have been offensively, I'm with you on this defense right now. I can't believe the turnaround that D'Amico Ryans has done with this defense. We talked about it yesterday. They were the worst defense in the league last year. The worst rushing defense, uh, certainly, at that. And yet, they've not only stopped the run. Will Anderson's making plays. They've done a great job getting after the quarterback. John Grenard had a sack uh, in, in this game, was given Orlando Brown fits against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I think when you kind of look at that game, too, like it came down to the wire that game, but like mm-hmm. for the majority part of that game, they were dominated. Like there's Chad Griffin interception. Everybody contributed in that game, but for 45 minutes of that game, pretty much, we're in control. And then, you know, the Bengals did what they did, got back into the game. But I think the way that they're playing on defense right now absolutely makes them a contender. In the AFC, in in the South for sure, I think they need another one or two signature wins to really say, look, these guys can keep up with the cream of the crop in the entire AFC. It's incredible that they're here and we're having a Texans talk at the top of the third hour. Yeah. I really mean that as a compliment. I think so much credit goes to your boy Casario too. Like the way they have done this. Take a look at the 2021 Texans. This is just two years ago. And look at how they have completely changed their organization. Their head coach was David Culley, who was let go and has not coached since then. Davis Mills was their their quarterback. Their receiving yards leader was Brandon Cooks, who's Mm -hmm. now with the Cowboys. Their leading tackler was Kamu Gruje-Hill, who's a Panther. Their leading interceptor was Desmond King, who's not in the league. I will walk off the set if any of you can tell me just two years ago, who was the Houston Texans' leading rusher? Who was the Houston Texans' leading rusher? They have changed so much in two years. I defy any of us who live and breathe football all day to name the player. Anybody oh want to? Was it Woodhead? Lamar Miller? Was that his name? I need a guess. Lamar is, Miller's my guess. Lamar Miller isn't even close. No. The leading rusher Nothing. on that team was Rex Burkhead. Burkhead. Not you know who was the second gosh. leading rusher? Mark Ingram, like our guy Mark that we love. On the Mark Ingram was on the Texans. Uh, David Johnson was on that team. What I'm talking about is like all these guys are gone. Half of them are retired, including the head coaches, out of football. And here they are in the playoff picture with a rookie and a rookie head coach. And I know, Peter, they got some gristled guys. They got some babies out there who are playing ball. And they have changed it so fast. So These rehauls, they can take a decade sometimes. Some teams are overhauling Mm -hmm. for a decade and a half. I think the front office has done an amazing job. They found the coach and they found the quarterback, and I think they can beat anybody now. Incredible. Rex Burkhead, I love you. That's crazy. Rex Burkhead. You just saying the word quarterback, I was just waiting, waiting, waiting. We went all the way around that table just now, and I think that's a testament to how the Texans are playing in big games is we talked about all these other facets of their team before we even got to C.J. Stroud, and he's been such a huge part of this. It's We're week 10, and we have seen very little to no panic. 
from this rookie quarterback who everyone had painted on the wall through his draft process and everything that was said about him and the cognitive S2 test and how he can't, you know, he can't perform in these big games. Look at what Watch he's out for an, those Ohio State quarterbacks. another Ohio State quarterback, exactly. And he has lived up to, yeah. exceeded, and then set a new standard for what a rookie quarterback is supposed to do when they arrive in this league. Personally, I think it also has a lot to do with just the simpatico that we are seeing between Bobby Slowick and D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. It's It seems like a match made in heaven, and sometimes it just doesn't work out that way when you draft a young guy like this. But hats off to C.J. Stroud as well for his development, his wherewithal within the pocket, and his decision-making, his maturity, his prowess. It's just shocking for a rookie quarterback. I'd like to see some simpatico in Carolina with Bryce Young. It's right? Rough. It looks great. Well, well, can we indulge our audience with a wild tangent in the middle of this A block. Sure. I just saw a quote I have to share. Dan Campbell's doing his press conference. Oh, no. The Lions head coach. All right? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about the risks that they're taking on fourth down, and they go for it on fourth and two, and they say, Coach, tell us about your mentality. This just happened. It's breaking. Here's the quote from Dan Campbell. Here's what I would say, because I tell my family this. Just wear a diaper before some of these games. I'll give them an alert and say, put on the diaper and be ready to roll. <laughs> He's telling his own family to put a diaper on so they mess their pants during the game. Like, do you think he actually does that? No, I think it is. I, I, I so yes. Let me tell you, you're going to lose control of your, your bodily bowels. functions. Your bowels put a diaper lost. on because that's how we're coaching this game today. I, this guy is an American treasure, and the team is so good. And he talks about crapping your pants in the middle of a game. It's like, we love you, Dan. Awesome. How great is that? It's Bring like the Vel- Velcro up. I was worried that they were going to follow. <laughs> I was worried. Dan's coaching were- the game. He was going to follow up on the. Um, the, the um, Where are you going, Jamie? Well, Jared Goff's postgame quote. Oh, yeah. oh he's talking I about his, his anatomy. His anatomy. Thank you. No, it wasn't and even about that. Was I was worried. I was, yes, exactly. I was worried that that's where we were going. But we are just really focused on that area of the body when it comes yeah. to the between, lines. Between the kneecaps. The balls, the balls, this, the butt. Yeah. everything's below the waist of the Lions right it's now. It's so true. Yes. So, I mean, like, is there anything? But they're heading shoulders above everybody else That's on the true. field. It's we got to get one of those genies where you put it in there after the game. You know what I'm saying? You just, you dope it down yes. those blue tubes and wrap up and oh, throw it out. It and smells it just, so bad. You, those and tubes you just are get Honolulu the blue, those yes. tubes. I love them. Oh, my God. Dan Campbell, you're the best. Oh, I, I love it. I can't, we get you a shirt. just a new celebration right there? We get a shirt. Diaper up, man. Let's do it. Diaper up. I'm doing anti-fragile pampers, man. That's Let's go. Crap the pants. Adult male diapers. Do you want to watch the Lions play next week? Do you know the day that they're playing on? Oh, there's the diaper day. Thanksgiving. Let's go. Yeah. There's the slate on Thanksgiving Day. You're looking at it. It's a tw- it's a noon special on Fox Packers Lions. Peter, you have to go to LA for that at all? I'll be I'll be in LA over the weekend. We got Jack Harlow at halftime though. Yeah, we so do. I'm here for that. Yeah, we do. Oh, we got uh, Bobby Commanders Ford at halftime of the next one. Oh, Commanders Cowboys, 4:30 p.m. Eastern, and then a West Coast decision-making spectacle: 49ers Seahawks. That one. Yeah. We, we, we can't get Creed to play halftime. Like maybe, it's, it maybe, is. It's, no, come on. He wouldn't do it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Life-bringing win for the Broncos. I think it's Russell Wilson's biggest win. I know he beat the Chiefs, but the fashion that he did it in a walk-off field goal. By the way, the sixth walk-off field goal with zero time left this week in the NFL alone. Best sport in the world. A record. Let's hear, though, from the head coach of the Bills and the quarterback after the Bills. How the hell did that happen? We practiced two or three times that this week. The substitution from from dime to field goal block. Uh, And at the end of the day, uh, we didn't execute it. So it's inexcusable. I wasn't good enough. You can't turn the ball over, period, let alone four times. And field position can't start at the minus 40 or whatever it was, minus 41. That's, that's not good enough. It sucks. Shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, it's a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. Yeah, I'm still confident, but it's no secret. The clock's ticking, you know. Got to have some urgency now. Yeah, several weeks in a row, Josh Allen's been asked about the confidence he has in this team, rightfully so, but as he said, the week's weighing on and it gets tougher and tougher. AFC playoff picture. Here's where you're looking. And you look at the right side of that screen, and the Bills hang as a 5-5 five and five team with the Colts and the Raiders. They are a 10 seed right now. They are looking in right now, and the Texans hold the final spot in the playoff push in the wild card. This is just through week 10, though. Keep all of this in mind. Uh, local, you know, Bills media coverage. One of the headlines I caught this morning was Bills report card. I was like, ooh, what's the grade mm, going to be? Yeah, yeah. I love that. There was no grade. It was just that was one of the worst losses Buffalo mm. has ever suffered. I'm like, so is that not even an F? Like, what are we working with here? There wasn't even a letter applied. It was it's one of the like worst a, Bills losses. That's rare air, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's was, exclusive. And, and class class and please see teacher. Yeah. Right. Wow. Please see me after please class. Please see teacher. After that's class. the worst, right. Peter. Yeah. They... It's inexplicable to yeah. lose that way. It was tough. They were bouncing the ball like a basketball around the field. They couldn't hold on to it. He's throwing the ball turnovers. And then the, the mental farts at the end of, of uh, you know, having an absolute meltdown with the field goal. It, it's, it's an inexcusable loss at home on Monday Night Football after watching all the opponents in your division. One of them's on a bye. 
Jets get get beaten on Sunday night and the Patriots lose Sunday morning, like there's a chance for them to really close the gap with the Dolphins and a team that they've already beaten once and then they just didn't show up. Stefan Diggs invisible. You saw his brother tweeting after the game. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Here's what I come back to. I keep on doing this thing where I'm talking about the Bills after these losses on this show and I think I gotta stop. I keep on saying, like they lost Matt Milano. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. lost Trey White. Mm-hmm. And like those are like their best defensive. Mm-hmm. Like they lost the Houston Texans went mm-hmm. out there with 22 different guys on the injury report and beat the Bengals in Cincinnati this weekend. Mm-hmm. The the Raiders are winning with Aiden O'Connell and a host of defensive players you've never seen before. Josh Dobbs walked off a bus, said hi, nice to meet you, and has won two games for the Minnesota Vikings. There are no more excuses. It is November. Everyone's hurt. Everyone's aching. I can't keep talking about Matt Milano and how important he is. Uh, They signed Von Miller to a $120 million deal. Mm. Von Miller's great. He's a Hall of Famer. Matt Milano can't be the guy that we keep talking about now that it's week 11. Trey White is one of many defensive backs in that that defensive backfield. We can't keep talking about Trey White in week 11. Um, Bills have issues, and I'll tell you, they play the Jets, and you could say, oh, well, the Jets, whatever. We'll see. The the Jets did beat the Bills. Mm Mm-hmm. Week 12, they play the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Then they have a bye. Mm-hmm. Then they play the Chiefs. And then they play the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Matt Milano ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. And it might be time to look in the mirror and say, um, what are we and what do we want to be? Because as I said going into yesterday's game, one team was ascending, the other team was descending. And right now it looks like the Broncos are like this and the Bills are down here. Mm-hmm. I think it could be changed, but I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of teams fall off a cliff, mm-hmm. and this looks like it's not going well. Yeah, last night was sloppy. It was bad football at best. It looked like the Bad News Browns out there, Bad News Bears, excuse me, just the way the ball was flopping around. Like It was almost like they took them right out of the box and just handed them the football because there's like this film that was on there and nobody could seem to hold on to it. Mm. First play of the game, Cook you know, coughs it up, and that was like really set the stage for the entire night. But look, like, let's be honest. This is all fixable. Like this, this basically comes down to one simple element, and it's it, it, it really at every level of football. This is the most important thing. Take care of the damn ball. Like stop. Like it, that, that's the only thing they need to do. There's too much talent on this team to be flopping around like they did last night. And th- look, Denver should have never been in this game, but yet somehow they were even after all the turnovers. Like, the defense played well enough to, to hold them to field goals. The opening drive of the game, boom, all of a sudden your defense is over there like, yeah, hey, it's going to be a great game. Go down. Fumble, what? Wait, no. Now we're out there. They go out there. They force them to kick a field goal right to start the game. So uh, there, there's been times where the defense has been fine. But Josh Allen, right now, it's like a guy that's in a shooting slump in basketball, right? And, and hey, he's in a slump. Just keep shooting and keep shooting. Eventually it'll come out. Like, Josh, is, he keeps shooting it, and he, he, mm-hmm. one of these weeks he's going to come out of it. But right. I think in, at some point in time, Sean McDermott, your best player on the field last night was James Cook. Like, Josh, all right, look, here we're having one of those nights here. Here we go. Yeah. We're going to run the ball. Like, we're going to stop doing all this stuff. I think you got you got to take the ball away from Josh sometimes and just kind of let him just simmer down a little bit because I mm-hmm. think he's trying too hard. We've been having this conversation for years about him. We live in a world of comps, and we've talked about the Josh Allen comp for years, and I've heard Cam Newton. I've heard Randall Cunningham. The closest thing is Favre. It's Favre without the MVPs and without the two Super Bowl appearances. Just a chucker. And you say, well, he's going to grow out of it. Guys, he's not a young player. It's just who he is. It's what he does. But more importantly, more broader for the Bills, you think, like, well, the ball never bounces the Bills' way. That's BS. Mm -hmm. They got the hugest breaks last night. 
two blown extra points, a missed game-winning field goal. James Cook fumbles the ball, and it bounces perfectly up into his hands. Like, the ball literally bounced your way, and you still lost. And the broader point, do you know someone, I think we all do, who peaked in high school? And it's like, 18 years old, I'm the coolest guy in school, and I'm awesome, I got the letter jacket, and I got the girlfriend, and I got the convertible. And then, you know, you come back from college and he's still got the convertible. And 10 years later and 30 and 35, he's still like, man, he was really cool at 18. I feel like the Bills are in that cycle. Mm. There's no growing going on. Like that 2021 team was their best team Mm -hmm. and they lost. And since then, it's like, I don't see them getting better. I see them getting steadily worse and they are the guy who peaked in high school. Like, it's, was it, can't hardly wait. Remember the character Mike Dexter? He's like the coolest guy in yeah. school. And then, you know, years later you go by and they don't look the same. You know, they put on weight and then they're on Facebook saying they got a, a new sock company and big things coming. <laughs> like, the big things aren't coming. They're, they're never coming for the yeah. Mike Dexters. And the bills are right now. You have to redefine yourself. You have to get a new job. You have to get a new relationship. You have to get in shape. They don't. They're sort of just riding on this equity. And what is the equity? That they lost in the divisional round? Divisional, mm. divisional round. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like, man, if they could only chase that Super Bowl. There was no Super Bowl team. There's not going to be a Super Bowl team. They are the peak in high school guy who can't evolve, can't get to the next level. They've lost four out of six games. This year, they've already had a players-only meeting held by a veteran running back who's been on the team for like 20 minutes. They're doing basic fundamental coaching things. The bye week's not coming. They have a team that they already lost to and maybe the best team in football, which are going to be eight-point underdogs maybe. I just need something new from the Bills. I've seen all of this before. I saw it when we were in high school. It was really cool. It's not that cool anymore. We're like, we're adults now. Can you please grow up and do something new? You're done with the IROC Z. Over the last three to four years, right? (laughs) Over the last three to four years, graduate. Um, I think people have been drunk on the potential of the Bills. Like sure. the, the electricity of Josh Allen and like the style of his play, it, that would have been a welcome change to the traditional dropback quarterback and the teams that had been winning time and time again. The jumping on the tables and the, the blue-collar you know, yeah. personality of the Buffalo fan base. And it was like, come on, we're welcoming you. Let's go. Win, win, win. We want you at the Super Bowls. We want to see your personality in Vegas or Arizona. And they just can't get there. Change has happened in Buffalo, but that change doesn't always mean growth, to your mm-hmm. point, Kyle. Like, mm-hmm. the Leslie Frazier thing is real. When he stepped away as their defensive coordinator and now more was put on Sean McDermott's plate, I think that's really curious. But the, the thing that continues to lack is the execution and the precision. Two things, Peter, that you said in the first hour of the show, buff, or bro, the Broncos have grown in yeah. that in those two departments. Yeah. So not a good direction for the Bills. Yeah, I, I mentioned Von Miller. I didn't mean to call out Von Miller, but like Gabe Davis was, you know, a non-factor in big moments. Yeah. Stephon Diggs was a non-factor. You got stars on that team. Mm-hmm. And yesterday it felt like the stars were there, but to win a Monday night game under the lights at home mm-hmm. against a team that's three and five, the stars have to take care of business at the end. And mm-hmm. it felt like Allen did his job with the running at the touchdown, but then the defense let them come right down the field in the pass interference. They're game. getting everybody's best, too. Like, all these primetime games, like, yeah. you get everybody's best shot. Like, you get mm-hmm. their, their best performance. What's very that's, tiresome that's exhausting. The, the years-long conversation about, ah, that's Josh. You know, he's going to do it. He's going to kill you sometimes, but then it's worth it. He leads the league in interceptions. Like, you, mm-hmm. you can't do that. that. That's too much. It's it's not cute. It's not fun anymore. It's You can't lead the league in interceptions. And for him to be competing with Mac Jones right. in that capacity is... Desmond Ritter, who Desmond is basically Ritter. a neophyte. Like, yes. this, is, this is supposed 
supposed to be the superstar of our league. And like, I know he's miserable and he's pissed off and he's probably pissed here. Who gives a damn? You got to stop throwing interceptions, man. You're five and five. And lastly, to something Peter mentioned, and I'm sure we'll have the tweet eventually in the show. The Trayvon Diggs, Stefan Diggs thing is very real. Stefan Diggs' brother tweets, we got to get 14 Mm. out of there. And that is a real question now that is going to be asked about Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs has a huge contract. He usually leads the league in catches. Like, get him out of there from what? What is missing for Stefan Diggs? Yes. Yeah. Anywhere the trade deadline's passed, so stop. Right. You're right. only hurting. I will say thank goodness for the emojis right there, because now like, like there's a little wiggle room for hey, I was joking. Yeah. Like with I, I, emojis, Sean, I, I see where you're going. But, but it, it doesn't help like with the soup that's just going to be stirred up this week in Buffalo. Yeah. I guess is my oh, point. No. It's uh, right, Tom Pelissero. Good morning to you once again. News from around the league as we uh, put uh, close the books on week ten. Well, Jamie, let's start out with Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. No clarity yet on his status for a huge game on Sunday against the Steelers as he deals with an ankle injury. Now, Watson came back into the game. He got injured before halftime. P.J. Walker handled a Hail Mary. Watson played the entire second half. He was in a walking boot when he talked to reporters at the podium. My understanding is Watson underwent an MRI on Monday, and the Browns and Watson are gathering information to determine exactly how to proceed here in terms of this injury. Meanwhile, Bucks quarterback Baker Mayfield is expected to play this week against the 49ers despite banging up the thumb on his throwing hand last weekend. Todd Bowles said Baker is good. My understanding is there really wasn't a ton of concern on Baker Mayfield once he was able to finish off that game. He should be out there this week. Jamie? All right. No, that's promising for the Buccaneers, the way that game ended for them last week against the Titans. Uh, hopefully they're trending back in the correct direction. Tom P., thank you so much. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to the show, a three-time Super Bowl champion, our NFL Network front office analyst, buddy of ours, Mr. Scott Pioli. Hey, hey Scott. Guys. What's up, What's Scott? What's happening? Happy Tuesday and good morning, everybody. Great to see everyone. Great to see you. The Patriots, uh, sadly, are off to their worst start mm. since the first year of Bill Belichick's tenure as a head coach. Mm. Given all your experience with the team and what you heard from Robert Kraft before the game with Rich Eisen, where do you see them going from here? It's only week 11. We still have eight more weeks of the NFL season. And what is, what is your read on the situation? Peter, we're going to see the same Patriots. And what I mean by that is they're going to go into this game with the intention of winning the next game. They're going to ignore everything outside the best that they can. And they're just going to move forward and try to get 1-0 against the New York Giants next week after the bye week. You know, I was with Bill in 1995 in Cleveland. And things were not going well that season. The team had announced the move. It was heading backwards. There was darkness everywhere outside the building. But what happened every single day is every coach on that staff was there looking to find ways to win the game. Every scout, well, almost every scout, everyone on the personnel staff was worried about the draft and free agency. Part of the culture there is you don't look too far down the road. There's a lot of distractions right there, right there right now, and there's a lot of things going to have to be addressed after the season. But what Bill is doing is staying laser focused. That's what he is. That's what he does. The people that are the closest to him, that's what they need to do. So right now there is chaos outside of the Patriots building, but I guarantee you there's not chaos within the building. Scott, during the heyday of the Patriots championship, the Patriots were not as committed to Tom Brady as the Jets are to Zach Wilson right now. They will not hear it. They mm -hmm. will not move. They will not blink. Sal already came out and said, we're going with Zach again. That's, that's, he's the coach. He gets to choose. They have gone 36 straight drives without a touchdown. Meanwhile, the defense looks great, and the defense is playing their butts off. What happens from the front office and certainly the head coaching position when you risk losing the defense, losing the meeting room, the locker room, especially if the offense continues to be bad and you don't make the big changes. Kyle, that's part of the leadership duality of the general manager and the head coach. And you mentioned it, and I am a firm believer. The head coach is the one who makes the decision who's going to get under center from week to week. That is not the general manager's job. The general manager's job is to be an ally, to be a supporter, but also to push back on the head coach. But if this is what Robert Sala wants to do, this is what he should do. Listening to that press conference, I think Robert Sala gave some insight. He believes clearly that other people have problems, not just the quarterback. And here's when you, it's the point in the season where the league and the rules are prohibitive in terms of changing your roster. A couple of weeks ago, they had a chance not only through the trade deadline, but they also had a chance to get Carson Wentz on the roster. Now, we all know what Carson Wentz is, but if they think that they needed a change, that was the move that they should have made. But I'm not saying that they should have made it, but Joe Douglas clearly felt he was there in Philadelphia when they drafted Carson Wentz. He's there now. He felt he wasn't the right answer. This is the guy they're going with. And I don't think that they lose the locker room because the players, I think, believe in Robert Sala and that he's trying to do everything possible for them to win games week to week. Scott, there is one name in the NFL right now that headline-wise headline crosses every single publication 
Because it's Travis Kelsey and his very public relationship with the international superstar and Taylor Swift. He was in Argentina over the weekend during his bye week. His extracurricular and his schedules are going to be well documented and covered because of Taylor Swift. If you were a part of the Chiefs organization, put yourself back in your office. Does Kelsey's greatness give him some leeway here in a very public situation? Or are you having harder conversations with him about you have to stay on the right track here? Jimmy, a couple of things here is I don't think it's just his greatness that allows him to, quote unquote, get away with that. Here's the deal. For 10 or 11 years, Kelsey has made a lot of good decisions. He's made a ton of good decisions to make sure that he's prepared for every week to be a tremendous professional. He has proven that. He's got a track record. He has shown the team that. The other thing is this. Andy Reid and Brett Veach have a culture It's a culture where there is a great deal of accountability. So I don't think that this happened without Andy and Brett knowing. I'm sure they talked about it. Everyone knew that it was going to be seen. But again, I wouldn't get too worried about a player like Travis Kelsey because, again, he's done everything that he needs to do. And I want to go back to one of the shortcomings I had as a leader when I ascended to the general manager role was at times micromanaging things and players when I thought they were maybe putting themselves in too much peril. It's kind of like being a parent where you don't want to see someone make too big of a mistake. I made that mistake in trying to overmanage or micromanage certain things, and it worked the other way. So I think right now they did the right thing as long as there was clear communication between Andy, Brett, and Travis Kelsey. Wow, Scott, I didn't have you pegged as a helicopter GM, but uh, there Mm -hmm. there you go. You you, (laughs) you laid it out for everybody out there to receive. Listen, there's, there's kind of like this new thing that's out there for general managers, and it's called like the GM watch, where like everybody's reporting on, hey, this GM was at this college game, or I saw, the, I saw this general manager over here, Joe Shane's doing this, Joe Douglas, um, Howie Roseman's at this game. Uh, that's kind of a new phenomenon. I'm just curious, if you're a general manager right now, and you're one of these teams that's below 500, and there's several of them, how do things change from a scouting standpoint? Here are all the teams below 500. Got the Panthers sitting alone right there at the top with one loss or one win, uh, a bunch of two-win teams. But yeah, I, I think when you look at the fact that now things are changing for some of these teams, how does that change the way you're scouting games, the way you're scouting players, and how does it tr- change your position, uh, your draft position mindset? Sean, I love this question because here's here's the deal. Here's the way I look at it. During the evaluation process, I always say that there's two phases. There's the evaluation process and there's the strategy process. Right now, during the evaluation process, it doesn't matter where you think or believe that you're going to pick because the job of the general manager, the player personnel director, the entire personnel department is to get the board right, get the evaluations right. You have to make sure that you're stacking your board right now to get ready for the December draft meetings so you can get the board set for the end of the season when you bring on the coaching staff and the other people that are going to be involved in setting your board and doing the evaluation. The evaluation process should never be shaken whatsoever by where you think you're going to pick because that doesn't matter. You don't know if there's going to be a trade that's going to change where you pick. So what you have to do right now, take care of the evaluations. Make sure that you're getting the players in the right spot knowing their backgrounds, gathering information on them. This way, when you come together as a collective in the football operation, you can make better decisions. As you get closer to the draft, end of March, beginning of April, that's when you start talking about strategy and how you can put yourself in a position based on other teams to get the players that you want. 
right. Every week here on Good Morning Football, we do the Fab Five. Mm-hmm. We list the top five rookies of the week. This week's got an interesting list. Let's start with number five. You might not know what he's doing because you're not watching necessarily all the positions, but Sean O'Hara probably has noticed. All right. We're going offensive linemen. Yeah, buddy. OT Broderick Jones from the Steelers. Jones was all over the place this week. Broderick Jones, second straight start at right tackle, right? He's had three starts this season. Played left tackle in week five, played right tackle in weeks nine and ten. Guess what? They're 3-0 in the games that Broderick Jones started. All right. If you're a Jets fan watching, you're probably cringing. If you remember the story, the Jets were set to pick. The Steelers got in front of them. They took Broderick Jones. Jets took Will McDonald. We'll never know what the Jets were going to do if Broderick Jones is still on the board. But this is real. 3-0 in starts. They're 3-3 in non-starts. They run the ball when he's in there. 153 yards per game, and they don't give up sacks. Broderick Jones has been a revelation for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're only going to see more. And I I can only talk so much. How about this guy? DJ. Yep. Legend. Authority. The best in the business. Daniel Jeremiah says, Steelers rookie OT Broderick Jones jumps off the screen when you look at all their explosive runs. He is dominating home run picks. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Omar Khan, the GM out there, mm-hmm. and to Mike Tomlin, the head coach. What a selection. Broderick Jones has been fantastic. And I'll tell you what, the Steelers at 6-3 and three. might not be pretty. They don't care. Broderick Jones is getting it done. All right, number Perfect four. Steelers. Number four, we're going to the desert. How about Cardinals linebacker B.J. Ojolari? Mm-hmm. Yes, B.J. Ojolari. Not his brother who plays for the Giants, but the LSU product, B.J., mm-hmm. who was all over the field Sunday against the Falcons. You watch number 18. He was shedding defenders, making plays. He flies out there. He's got that teen digit outside of Russia, sure. and it's just a cool look. And then in coverage, he was all over the place as well. Number 18 there. This is B.J. Ojolari. Let's get a little bit know about him. All right, how about this? First NFL career game with two sacks or more. He had it. Career high, 37 sa- snaps in this game in Week 10. He's got three sacks on the year. He's playing well. And if you want to listen to this, take a listen to the progress and a little bit of more increased playing time. It's on Mr. Ojolari. It felt pretty good. Um, you know, just being able to be out there, make plays for the guys, man. Um, celebrating with them, them hyping me up. You know, guys led KY, Zavin, Dennis, guys that, I, you know, I'm a rookie looking up to, uh, you know, telling me a good job. So it's just an amazing feeling. They're so young. It's fun. It's that, like, Zavin Collins, I feel like, was drafted yesterday. He's yep. the veteran now yeah. talking to Ojolari and is like, he's like, ah, they're veterans I look up to. Young Cardinals team, big win. Kyler's back. We'll see what happens from there. How about another young team? Come on. And number three on our list, Jameer Gibbs. Step right up. Come on, baby. Gibbs did it again. Second straight week where Jameer Gibbs was electric in this game. Obviously, you saw a lot of the stuff that he did on the Monday night game against the Raiders where he picked up right where he left off. He's got a little shake to him. That right there is something. That's real. Jameer Gibbs. All right. Good week 10 plays. You can see them all here. He was all over the place. Scored the touchdown, obviously. But I look at his last two games. Jameer Gibbs, last two games, 48 touches, 230 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns, 72 receiving yards. Before the season, there was an expectation that he would be doing It's kind of slow out of the gate. Two straight weeks, Fab Five, Jameer Gibbs doing his thing, and obviously the Lions, two straight wins. 
You're talking about 301 scrimmage yards mm -hmm. and three touchdowns in the last two games. That's what you get when you draft a guy in the top 15 at running back. And he had a big block on that David Montgomery run. He did. Too. He yeah. did. He was out in front. Peter, there's oh, some man. Lions fans who are calling Gibbs and Montgomery rhythm and bruise. Oh, rhythm and oh, bruise. And yes. it's all blue. That's pretty cool. I love it. Pretty that. slick. And they play the RB position. Yeah. It's cute. Let's go to the QB position. Number two for the second straight week. I say he slings it, and he did it again on Sunday night. I'm going Aiden O'Connell again. Four? I think this Damn guy, right. you know, he is just making it happen. They're two straight wins, and obviously the storyline has been Antonio Pierce and Max Crosby and how this defense is stepped up. Aiden O'Connell gets the job done. You look at this. 16 of 27, 153 yards. Threw a touchdown pass. He's the first Raiders rookie quarterback to ever win his first two starts. Mm. Oh, wow. Cool. Really? And he's got more wins as a starter this season than Bryce Young, and he's only had two starts. Uh, you're looking at this guy, Aiden O'Connell. Unbelievable job. Two and one as a uh, starting quarterback this season. He lost one earlier in the season, but he's won back-to-back -back starts as a rookie. Uh, that pass to Devontae was special. And here was Devontae talking about okay. get out of Purdue who can sling it. Come on. Aiden O'Connell. Mustache mate. He was impressive, man. I mean, he's, a, he's cool as the other side of the pillow. Dude is not, not a rookie. I don't, I mean, by years he is, but, you know, by action and, like you said, that poise that he has in, in those type of situations, you don't see that often from a rookie quarterback. That's some hat on Devontae. <laughs> I love that hat. He would uh, know, too. Look at this. Three and five, their first two, five game, first eight games. Obviously, McDaniels is the big story. How about since Aiden O'Connell has taken over as the full-time starter? Two and oh, 23 points per game, 304 total yards per game. Aiden O'Connell, we see you. I love that. He's got like, what, our, our producer, Eric, he's got this great passing oh, motion. Oh, look out. Really it's throwing. incredible. He's got that Eric motion, and that's an, that, mm. those are two Purdue Eric's guys. Johnny Unitas. It's yeah, amazing. Two Purdue guys, Eric and Aiden O'Connell. Yes. Oh, big arms. Um, let's go to number one. Eric Thomas, we see you. Number one. On this week's Fabulous Five, for the 90th week in a row. Dynasty. Never give it Have up. to. It's C.J. Stroud. This is the scramble play that didn't make the highlights everywhere. Like, unbelievable. He looked like Kyler on that one. And then yeah. the next play, he's sitting in the pocket, and he looks like Marino like, slinging it 60 yards. Russell um, there. C.J. Stroud, fantastic game yet again. You know the stats. Uh, I mean, 23 of 39 for 356 yards with a touchdown, with the rushing score, and most importantly, the game-winning drive. Mm -hmm. Game is tied. He's got to go the length of the field. He takes him there for the second straight week. Stroud is awesome. And then, like, there's a lot of talk about how Stroud is so steady and how, you know, he does give glory to God and he's so faith-based and yeah. he's just, like, such a grounded guy. Don't get it twisted. This guy's got some swagger, too. What's he got? Take a look at the locker room. C.J. Stroud after sure. the game. Ooh. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I, I so wish I could be in that locker room. This place is electric. The Houston Texans are believing. D'Amico has it all working. And C.J. Stroud is the guy who is leading the way. 15 passing touchdowns, two interceptions. That's the best in the league when you're talking about ratio. Wow. The entire league. Rookies to lead the NFL in passing yards in a season. Has it ever been done? The last time? 1939, Davey O'Brien, so good they named a trophy after him. Sammy Baugh did it two years. Slingin' Sammy Baugh. You got a nickname, Slingin'? Sammy Baugh. from 1937. Um, this is what Stroud's doing. He leads the league in passing yards per game. He's number one, and I might just drop the cards and drop the segment because I don't know if anyone's going to ever uh, usurp him from that list right there. <clears throat> it's week to week. 
for the season, he's already won Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't care what anyone else does. But week to week, he's the best rookie. It's yeah. not just like cumulative. Like week to week, Aiden O'Connell, second straight week number two. Gibbs number three. I like the defender, and I love having the big OT. Toss it over here. Kyle Brandt, I'm going to throw you a pass. Oh, gosh. Oh, nice. That's it. Slinging Schrager. Slinging Peter Schrager. Uh, one of my favorite uh, meme mechanisms is when they say, if Mahomes did this, then blah, blah, blah. That play by Stroud where he's doing the spin and the back foot throw, if Mahomes did that, it was an incredible play. That should have been in every highlight package. Really Best good. Best thing about our New York studio is I can throw it from this camera to that one you know, and Jamie can catch it's it. true. In this studio, though, you can't, you gotta, sometimes you got to do like the sidearm. Um, you know what I love, Peter, is the presence of Jameer Gibbs on the Fab Five list and the fact that Ben Johnson was your coach of the week as well. Uh, the simpatico comes up again. The creativity, which we were all looking forward to from Ben Johnson. Positionless and the players. Util- the yeah. positionless players. Yeah, maybe he doesn't rhythm and bruise. He's not just an RB. He is positionless PT. I'm just going to pitch it over to Mike. Nice. Go ahead, I assume Johnny. you're going with offensive. Give Johnny. us some Broderick Jones. Yeah, Broderick. I, I, lo- I love that you're sharing and spreading some love for the O-line. Let's talk about Broderick Jones. <laughs> and let's talk about like some of the grip strength that they talk about with offensive line. You showed one of the highlights on there, and it's not just him blocking somebody, but he like pulled, uses a snatch technique. That's next level. Like It's snatch where you knock the I hands know. down and they go down to the ground. Not a lot of rookies do that. That's a vet move. It's something you kind of learn later on in your career. He's already got that down pat. And what I will say is for Broderick Drones, think about this. Who does he get to go against in practice every day? DJ Watt. DJ Watt. Alex Smith. That makes you better. Of course, he was blocking Jalen Carter and Mm -hmm. Trayvon Walker in college when he was back at Georgia. So, you know, Mm -hmm. he's he's doing a good job. He fits the Steelers, though, from a mindset. Let's go. Fab five. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.